Um, you're welcome for that ASMR, and uh, I apologize if you hate ASMR. Um, that was a small moment of ASMR. This is actually my third time recording. <laughs> um, so, anyways, hello, and welcome to Anyways Pew Pew. I am your host, Pew Pew, and this is just where I talk about random things, raw, unedited, because I am not skilled and I don't have the time to properly edit these. Welcome to the second episode. Uh, the first episode was very long, and I went on many tangents. So this episode, I'm trying a new method with um, a Google document with bullet points of things I previously talked about, and a few new things that I would like to talk about. Uh, so I'll be trying that out. I hope it's not too awkward. I, last time, it was very easy for me to flow into one thing because I just kept thinking it up on the spot. Um, having to look at the list now is a bit more difficult because I, like, pause while I'm saying something and then I have to look at it and go, hmm, how will I get to that next thing? So it's a bit hard. Um, I'm also trying to limit this to about 30 minutes, so I'm also looking at the time um, simultaneously, uh, which is, like... A bit more difficult. I will try to not restrict myself too hard. I don't want this to be restrictive. Um, so, in current news, actually, I have no idea what's going on with the news. You could say I'm living under a rock, but I'm aware of the news. I have a, a news source on Instagram, which sounds very unreliable, but it's, um, it's essentially flashcards of just quick bullets of just current news. So it's very quick. It's not very biased. It's just very straight to the point. This, this, this happened. Um, so I really like it. I would say it is pretty reliable. Just um, as far as the news source goes, I would say it's reliable. It gives you just the topic and then the general overview of what is happening regarding that topic. So I really enjoy it. Um, so I wouldn't say I live under a complete rock, but some of my friends have more extensive knowledge in politics and news and even news in other places of the world, which is amazing. So I think that is great. Um, one thing I do want to start, before I really start delving into the topics I've prepared for today, I would like to start this off with a prayer. Now, this prayer is a Catholic prayer, so if you are not Catholic, if you're a different religion or agnostic, atheist, you're free to just skip this or tune this part out. I just, I just would like to start it with a nice prayer. Um, at school, we tend to start class with prayer. We start the school day with prayer. Um, before you eat, you pray. Um, praying is like just a thing we do a lot. Um, I'm not sure how many people view it like, I'm not sure if people view it as like, oh, you say a prayer to like pray for the damned souls. Um, I'm not sure. Um, but really we can just pray for anything. Uh, you can pray that you get a job. You can pray that you uh, you can poop. Like, if you're constipated, you could honestly just pray to God and say, Lord, please let me poop today, you know? Um, pray praying, um, for the most part, I think some people view praying as something very serious and you have to be very, like, kind to, you don't want to anger God or anything. It's, it's really simple. Like, because we see God as a father, you know, if you tell your father, like, if you're a dude and you're like, um... 
um, I'm kind of constipated or something if you tell your parent that. Or you're like, oh, I haven't been pooping or something. I'm not sure if you tell your parents that. I know I do talk to my mom about very personal things. So, like, you can be personal in your prayers. You can be like, you can even get angry at God. I'll say this, um, despite contrary belief, we don't believe God is someone you should, like, obey or anything. Because that's not what, like, a father is. It's not, uh, it's not like that with him. It's more of just, like, you can tell him anything and if something's going wrong in your life, you can get mad at him. You can be like, yo, what the heck? You can curse him out if you're that angry. You can be like, I'm so mad at you right now. Because that's usually what relationships with your parents are like. So, yes, you can technically pray for anything in whatever mood you're in. You can, um, you can really pray for anything. One thing I wouldn't recommend praying for is praying for someone to die. That is, um... That is not very polite, and I don't know if any of you have seen that movie. It's like the end of the world. I watched it when I was very young. I don't know why I saw that film at such a young age, but I did. Um, and it was this guy, uh, he's a comedian. He's been in a few things, but he was praying to God. It was the end of the world, and I guess there were like demons or something. Um, and he was like, oh god, please let this guy die. And then he got possessed by a demon. Um, and this was before I had, like, converted to anything. I didn't know about god. And so when he prayed and he got, um, he got possessed, I was, like, so traumatized. I was just thinking, alright, yeah, never gonna do that. So I wouldn't recommend it. Um, not that I think you'll, that'll happen to everyone the same way, but I just strongly would advise against it. Aside from that, you can really pray for anything. You can pray like, oh, I want new shoes would be nice. Or if you say like, oh, I pray that tomorrow my hair looks good. Anything. Um, enough with that rant. I will actually start with a prayer. It'll be just a real quick one. Um, just a glory be. I might switch whichever prayers I use. Um, not switch the language. I only... I'll get to that later. <laughs> First we'll pray. Uh, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Uh, Saint Jude, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. See? Quick prayer, just, uh, just a nice prayer. That one was just real simple if you just want to say a prayer. Getting back to languages that I know, um, in middle school, I learned part of the Our Father in Latin, um, but I don't remember. I think it was like Paternoster something, um, but let me see if I can actually remember. Okay, I've, I've given it some thought. I paused the recording to actually think about it. I don't remember, but I do know um, the Hail Mary in Spanish, Latin, and English. I don't think that's very impressive because most kids who go to Catholic school, especially around Texas where you learn Spanish, um, it's kind of a given you're going to learn um, the Hail Mary in Spanish at some point. As for Latin, um, it depends, honestly. If you go to like Latin Mass or something like that, then you'll know it. Um, if you're curious at all, I could recite them. <laughs> they are pretty short. Um, but I guess for now I won't, just because I have a few other topics. And we already prayed, and I'm sure if you're not religious or you don't really care for prayers, you wouldn't want to hear it. I will talk about it later, though. Um, 
Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to, like, make this an extreme, just religion-only podcast, but I do like to talk about just my religion sometimes. Um, I just like to give little fun facts about it. Definitely my favorite thing in middle school that I loved to just tell people about is when I found out about, I don't read the Bible often. Like, I, I'll be honest, I have never touched the Bible. Um, I was not born Catholic, so I just, like, didn't grow up like that. But when I became Catholic, I found a, um, it was a reading. I think it's John. It's not first John. It's just John. <laughs> yes, there's a difference. Um, it was John 2.15. And I tell people, I would tell people, and I think I still do tell people, oh, my favorite Bible reading is John 2.15. And you might be thinking like, oh, is that the one about faith? That is John 3.16. John 2.15 is about Jesus coming into the temple, getting mad at all the tax collectors, creating a whip, whipping the tax collectors out of the temple, and flipping over their tables full of money that they collected. <laughs> um... I can't explain why. Actually, yes, I can explain why it is my favorite Bible reading. It's just because it sounds so absurd that even when I told my uh, middle school classmates, most of whom had been like cradle Catholics, so they'd been born into the religion, they didn't believe me. They were like, um, are you sure about that? And I would show them and sure enough, they would read it and it actually happened in the Bible. And I guess I just thought that it was so funny because when you hear about Jesus, you don't think that he's the type to, like, whip people out of a temple and flip over their tables. Um, so I just really like it, uh, just for that reason. I just think it's very, um, contradictory to the, um, image that most people have of Jesus. So I just really like it. Um, and I still do. I think it's very funny, but also it is a very nice reading, um, because he's just getting mad. He's like, hey, this is a religious place. What are you doing with your capitalism? Um, I think that, I mean, that's not his exact words. Um, but you know, I think that was like the gist, like, what are you doing with this, uh, this stuff in a religious place, you know? So I guess I just, uh, really liked it. Um, so yeah, that was just my thing on prayer. That was like my favorite Bible reading. And as for other prayers, I can say there was one we learned in Spanish, and it's about your, like, it's Angelito de mi guarda, guarda? Forgive me, my Spanish is a little rusty because I take Chinese. I just had a Chinese test today. Um, it's Angelito de mi guarda, de mi dulce compañía, no me desempare ni de noche ni de día hasta que descanse en los brazos de Jesús, José y María. Amen. I think it ends like that. I actually can't recall the name of it, and I don't use it. Um, kind of like the angel of God prayer. That is a really good prayer. If you ever get, like, scared or something, you can say, you can just pray for your guardian angel. Um, I'll say it right now. Just, if you get scared, just play this part. Um, angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here. Ever this day, be at my side, to light, to guard, to rule to guide. Amen. Um, that's just the prayer. If you're ever feeling a little scared, um, if you like, for example, if you're ever scared of, uh, if you like listening to like scary things, um, I know 
I love, I love horror. I always have. I'm, like, um, I got baptized and now I watch horror and I, like, get scared even less. Um, of course, nighttime is another story, as it is for most of us, but I, I get, like, a little spooked at night. Um, aside from that, I don't get scared. I love watching horror movies. I think they're funny sometimes and jump scares. I'm like, oh, whatever. And then when I do get scared at night, I, uh, I'll be like, wait, why am I scared? I'm baptized. I'd like to see something try me. Um, and that is what I think. So if you are baptized, I'd recommend you try that. Just kind of don't like tempt anything that you feel is there, but just be like, okay. And, um, I'm a child of God moving on. Um, just kind of like that. Or if you just don't believe in ghosts at all, for example, like Buzzfeed Unsolved, if you're like Shane and you, you don't, you don't believe in that. You believe in bacteria shaped aliens. Um, but you don't believe in like ghosts or any of the sort. Or if you're like Ryan and you're very, you believe in like a lot of spiritual stuff and aliens that are already like present on earth. Um, either one. Uh, speaking of BuzzFeed Unsolved, it's so, it's so funny. I started watching their content just recently and I have it in the background as I play Genshin Impact. So now what I've started to do is I used to just listen to the music of Genshin Impact, which is very pleasant, don't get me wrong. But then I just didn't like how quiet it felt. So then I would play K-pop on my Alexa. I don't want to wake her up, so I'm whispering, just checking right now. Yeah, she she's not on. Um, she's off. But I would start playing K-pop on there, and then I started doing what my mom tends to do. She'll be on her phone and then have something playing in the background. Although with my mom, I think it's a different story. She has one thing playing on the TV, then she has another thing playing on her phone, and uh, the picture-in-picture -picture option. She has that, and she listens to a commentary while she's playing um, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, um, which I think is strange. I don't understand how you can have three things at once. I can only just have Genshin um, with the sound off and then something in the background. So recently I've loved listening to scary stories in the background. So I've been listening to, I finished the true crime, I think I finished almost all of the BuzzFeed Unsolved specifically with Shane and Ryan just because I love their like duo, their chemistry. Oh my gosh, it is amazing. It is hilarious. I love it um, so much. Uh, Shane is extremely funny and the way he talks, his, um, what is it called? The dialect, the um, vernacular he uses. It makes him kind of, I think people have said it before, but he kind of seems like a time traveler. Like, or some people joke about him being a demon sent to, like, scare Ryan, but he's just kind of chilling. Uh, but I very much like his vibe. He's very funny. Uh, and then I love Ryan, just him getting scared. He's also very funny. Um, and he's also very dorky, and both of them together is just a great combination. Um, it's like short, scared man and long, fearless man. I don't know. 
I hope they don't listen to this. That was very awkward. Um, I apologize if they ever actually do listen to this. Um, but aside from that, I've been listening to also Loie Lane. I have seen a few videos in the past in middle school, I believe. Um, and I have been watching more of her videos and I would definitely recommend her. She talks about a lot of scary stuff. Um, she played a Blair Witch game. I watched like a little bit of it. I think I watched two episodes. I didn't know if there were any more, but I really like her content and she's also a very sweet person. BuzzFeed Unsolved did a video with her and I didn't realize it was her, um, but it's called The Haunting of Loe Lane and I didn't piece it together because I hadn't seen her username. I would just like look at her face and I'd be like, oh, I know that girl and um, watch the video and then I found out she was Loe Lane and I was like, ah, interesting. Awesome. Um, I really love her. She's a great person. Um, I don't know her personally, granted, um, but just the way she talks and she's so um, honest, she'll like update her fans. Um, there was an episode where she, um, she had a family incident that happened and she was like, yes, I'm taking care of my mom right now, but this is my downtime. So I really wanted to make a YouTube video for you guys because I really care about you guys. And I was like, oh, the world doesn't deserve you, Loie. She's just so sweet. Um, so I definitely recommend you watch her. If you've already watched all of BuzzFeed Unsolved, um, then you should definitely go to her channel for more spooky things. Um, I definitely love her. I just love all things scary. So tying that back to like prayers and stuff, uh, I even watched The Nun. Um, which I did not get scared of at all. Um, in fact, if I may just say this now, a lot of the uh, movies they put out that are like a horror movie about like Catholicism or Christianity, I would say Catholicism like specifically, um, it's usually, it's kind of amusing to watch just because you can, um, from a Catholic perspective, you can tell that the person like took the general ideas and then just like put them in there just like threw them in and was like, yeah, let's do this. And so it's just, it's funny, but it's a little frustrating just like seeing something you know so much about that you believe in and just being like, oh, that's not really accurate. Kind of just like watching that. Um, so an example is The Nun. Um, it was a great movie and it was pretty, it was pretty nice. Uh, the French Canadian guy, anyways, um, it was a great movie up until the part that they talked about. Um, they had like this little tidbit about Mary and I was like, all right, cool. Makes sense. But I think the one thing that just sent me was definitely uh, when they were like, ah, yes, the sacred relic, the blood of Jesus Christ. And I was just, man, I had, I was watching with my dad and he's not religious. Um, I just had to like not laugh because it was so ridiculous. Um, in case you're wondering, we don't have Jesus's blood as a relic. Uh, <laughs> that was definitely something just made for the sake of the movie to get rid of the nun. Um, so there was definitely that. And man, that part, that part I remember specifically just because I thought it was so um, a bit ludicrous, but also just very amusing at the same time. Um, definitely not something I would, uh, talk about just cause it's not, it's not true. If we did have the blood of Jesus, 
that'd be pretty swag. I'm not gonna lie. That'd be pretty baller. Um, pretty poggers, you know? I'll stop, but, (laughs) um, yeah. So, there was that, and I just realized that all the bullet points that I've put down, I have not talked about at all. Um, wow. So, to tie back to prayers, if you ever do get scared, just think, like, oh, I'm baptized. If you're not baptized and you do get scared in the night, just, um, I would just say just be not afraid. Or either take the advice they got from, I forgot his name, but the father that Shane and Ryan went to, just be not afraid. Or you can just be like Shane and just turn off the part of your brain that's, um, in fear. Um, so yeah, there's that. And I remember I was talking about my classes. I was talking about Chinese class. I don't think I mentioned, I don't believe I mentioned, um, that I'm in photography. Um, but I love photography. Um, I'm not very artsy. I say I'm not very artsy. My mom strongly refutes that, but I don't think I'm very artsy. I think I'm just like, okay at art just I happen to do it but it's not something I'm very good at and I don't think I'm extremely creative but I do get creative um sprouts I guess um I forgot the word but I get little bouts of creativity if you will and so one thing I love is definitely photography it's a lot easier than like painting something for me Uh, personally. I know a lot of people just love, like, art and drawing. I have, um, my friend who I was talking about earlier who loves, like, the Dream SMP and stuff. Uh, she made me some stickers for my birthday and she drew them out and there's, um, they're from, like, Haikyuu and it was, like, my four favorite boys, uh, Nishinoya, Yamaguchi, Aone, is that how you say his name? And Hinata. Um, I love Hinata so much. Anyways, so she's definitely... She loves to draw, and I would say she's getting so good at it. Um, She's self-taught. Amazing. And uh, personally, I just like photography more, and I think I'm starting to get into surrealism. At first, I was just taking photos, but now I'm able to access Photoshop. So I'll probably make the episode cover um, one of the photos I've taken. So if you see that... um, It'll definitely be, we had an assignment where we got to pick a color and we had to do three photos on it. So the color that I had gotten was green. So you would think, oh, just take pictures of the leaves, the grass, they're green. But I wanted to challenge myself a bit. I was like, that's too easy. I want a really alluring photo that really celebrates green. So I ended up making this piece that actually ended up being surrealism. Um, which is, like, a thing that I'm now trying to slightly incorporate in a few of my photos. I might not be able to keep it up. I hope I am. It's very fun to edit in Photoshop and also work on my Photoshop skills. Um, at first I hated the transform tool in Photoshop, and now it's, like, my best friend. (laughs) Um, love the character development, I guess, of me and the transform tool in Photoshop. But I have made a piece, and it's, um, I use my stepsister a lot for, as, like, my model. So it's her, and she's standing, um, so you see just her sweater, and it's all green, and then you see these, like, 
eerie green woods behind her. They're very like darkened, but the grass that's standing up is like the same shade of green as her sweater. And you can't see her neck or her like uh, chest bones, collarbones at all. <laughs> chest bones, I apologize. Um, and then there's just a book instead of her head. It's a floating green book. I was going to bring a book from my mom's house to the house, um, to, to my dad's house. Apologies. Um, it's called Shakespeare's Sonnets. And um, I read it at some point because I was like, I want to read sonnets and be quirky. And uh, once you actually understand the sonnet um, poet poem structure, he has very nice poems. Um, but I also hate Old English. So there's that as well. Um, so I was going to bring that, but then I completely forgot. Luckily, my stepsister, one of her favorite books is Green Glass House, which I have yet to read. I think she lent it to me and I never read it. Um, so then I just gave it back. But the cover is a green glass house, but then if you take off the cover, you know, a hardback book that has like the paper cover? If you take that cover off, it was just all green and I was like, this is perfect. So I had her hold it, but I had her hold the pages so that the cover was just showing and wouldn't have her fingers in it. It worked out, I would say, pretty well. So now it's just like a floating book head on like some shoulders. Um, there was a few times I contemplated keeping her collarbones in just so you could see the skin and ultimately I decided not to. I wanted a very floaty effect so I will probably make that the episode cover. Just so you can see my photography, I would love to share that with you all. I really am proud of my a few pieces I have. Um, there is a piece that the pieces I had to work on today um, because Tomorrow we have a critique. I won't be there. I will explain why I won't be in my class for the critique that we'll be having. But tomorrow our assignment was shoes, so we had to take interesting photos of shoes. Um, I personally did not like the photos I edited. Uh, one of them is Converse in black and white, and I set it up in a very specific way, um, like outside. And then another, I had my sister, uh, my stepsister, get up on her tippy toes in her vans and then I took out her legs so it just looked like floating feet and then I had her drop this one was very hard I had her drop a pair of heels she had and I had to take the shot separately I had to take one of her holding the shoes one of just the background and the one of her hand just looking like it dropped something mash it all together and then I made the background orange just to contrast um with the blue shoes and I flipped it so that instead of just a hand at the top dropping shoes below, I reversed it so the hand is at the bottom and the shoes are just mid-air. My mom really likes that piece and the black and white piece. Um, personally, I don't like any of them. I would have liked the Vans ones because it was definitely my favorite to work on because I liked the idea. I like the idea of objects that would be on humans but you don't see the human at all. I think I'm starting to really dig that. Um, but it didn't work out because when I was taking a photo of the background, there is this one grass strand that just so happened to be in perfect line with her shoe where her ankle was. So it kind of looks like I messed up when I was editing and it looks like it's part of her that I messed up and it's not and it's very frustrating but I have to turn it in. Uh, because it was a very tedious job just like editing all of these photos. 
I personally think it's me who makes it tedious. They could be very easy or very simple and I could look up a tutorial if I wanted to or I could just do something different. But I choose not to, so I start my homework. Um, because I'm at home, I tend to start my homework at 4.30 and on, um, on Tuesdays and Thursdays? On Tuesdays and usually Thursdays when I'm working on photography, it's usually Tuesdays, I end up editing from 4.30 to 6.30. It does take me that long, just about. We have to Photoshop, I mean not Photoshop, but we have to edit about like two or three photos um, every week. And it might sound very like laboring, it really isn't. Um, we do a critique and we present every Wednesday, but we get an assignment after that critique. So we have about in between our classes for me at my school, we have about like a week in between to like shoot photos and get ideas. And our teacher even lets us off early so we can get ideas. So there is a lot of time. Um, I just put that upon myself. But the reason I will not be going tomorrow um, to present my photos, which I'm kind of glad because I can kind of predict what people are going to critique. We usually like to do positive things and then some criticism. Um, so I think the criticism that I definitely will have is probably all of my photos. They're not very interesting or intriguing and I think that grass strand will definitely be the most distracting thing. Um, so I'm not very excited for it. I'm kind of glad I'll be missing out on it. Um, but the reason I will not be there is because tomorrow I have a busy day. I had already emailed all of the teachers that I'll be having tomorrow. Um, because I'm going to get my second, oops, my second, uh, shot for the vaccine. And, uh, the first shot was okay. Um, I had to get Pfizer. That's the one I got. Is that how you say it? Pfizer? I had such a hard time pronouncing it. My mom had to help me every single time, but now I think I got it. Um, I had to get that and my arm was sore. It was really sore. Um, the next day it was like, it was sore like I had worked it out. I did strength and conditioning for a sport I never ended up playing this year. Um, but I did strength and conditioning last summer and we had to lift weights. So it definitely felt the equivalent to like when you lift a 30 pound weight for the first time. If you're like me and you're five foot two, a uh, like twelve pounds and you just have like chub on your arm and no actual muscle man, it leaves your arms sore. And that is exactly what my right arm felt like. I am left-handed, so obviously I will not get it on my left arm. Um, I got it on my right and that is the one that really felt sore, but I just kept moving it. And um, recently I got the idea tomorrow to move my arm. I might just, um, that one move in Boombaya by Blackpink, you know, they like wave their arm around, they're like, Boombaya. Anyways, um, ignore my bad singing, whatever that was, but I'll be getting it tomorrow and I would get it, I think I'm getting it around like noon or something, so I would have time to go to class in the morning, um, usually, but as just as it so happens, or it just so happens, that's how they say it, um, it just so happens that my brother is getting braces tomorrow. Um, he will now join me in being a brace face. Uh, and he's getting braces tomorrow for the first time, but his teeth are better than mine. And because I got my braces first at the place that we go to, his are cheaper. And because his teeth are so good, 
uh, it'll be shorter. Um, I'm a little envious because I definitely got the European teeth of my father's side. Um, they had to remove two teeth, so I have two holes in my mouth that are very near the front. And I was chill with leaving them there. I think they look pretty cool. But I found out they are trying to close those. So I'm probably not going to have my braces off until senior year at least. So I was just like, ah, good to know. Um, so tomorrow he'll be getting his braces for the first time. And it's scheduled for 7.30. And we live very far and I take forever to get ready. And I need to shower and do my, do my thing. So I'm going to end up having to uh, wake up at around 4.30, and that sounds absurd, but I know me and I know how long I take to get ready. Um, most of that, those 30 minutes will be in my bed trying to get up, um, but yes. And previously for my school year last year, before COVID hit, um, because I lived so far and then I had to take a bus and the bus would leave the stop at 7.00, a.m. in the morning and I lived about 30 minutes away but then we have to leave like 20 minutes earlier than the allotted time because of the traffic to get out of our neighborhood and because I take so long I end up I ended up waking at 4 30 every morning and that was like my routine I woke up at 4 30 and I did my thing um I may have been sleep deprived I definitely made that up on the weekends and breaks as well as, um, I slept on the bus, you know, sleeping on the bus is the best thing to do. I would study on the bus, sleep on the bus, sleep in my mom's car. It was a vibe. Um, so I will have to wake up that time tomorrow morning for my brother's braces. Woo! And then afterwards we will go and I will get my vaccine and, um, pray I don't get too sick. A lot of people, one of my friends, he got extremely sick. Not, ex I wouldn't say extremely, he got very sick. Um, and my mom had also gotten really sick. A lot of people got really, a lot of people got sick um, because this is the COVID vaccine that we're getting. And um, yeah, I guess that's how it works. I know when I first got my flu shot when I was younger, I actually got sick. So then my parents were like, yikes and then I got it again and then I got sick with the flu so then my parents just stopped giving me the flu shot um they're not non they're not anti-vax just to preface they're not anti-vax but they saw that pattern and they were like um maybe we shouldn't and I didn't have problems afterwards I got all my other vaccines of course um just not the flu shot so then I think around fifth grade I was like oh mom it's fine give me the flu shot or maybe like middle school and so then we did, and I was fine. So now I do take the flu shot as well because I didn't show anything as major as I had before. Um, yeah, we're not anti-vax. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> um, and also, I will... Oh, man. I said I'd keep it 30 minutes. It's 35 minutes now. Um, I'll try to just go five more minutes, maybe. But uh, aside from getting vaxxed tomorrow. Uh, yesterday, I have a Discord. Um, no, I'm not somebody who knows how to use Discord. I just happen to have it. Um, luckily, I'm not someone who knows how to use it, <laughs> if you know the stereotype. Uh, but it's mainly for boys. I'm a girl. Uh, but I was trying, I have this like little server that I made, and it was originally just for me and my 
other two friends, but then I decided to add a few more people um, from the club that I'm a part of. Um, I'm the leader of a club at my school. Um, it's a club for mental health, so I was just, uh, so I'm in charge of that. So then some of my friends who are in the club, sometimes after club hours, after club hours, after we have a club meeting, we'll go onto a Google Meet separate from the Zoom call, and we'll just hang out and talk. So then I, I got all some of their discords, and I added them to the server. It's really fun. We just keep it very lighthearted, so I try to give people roles. I had my friend um, send me, like, a bot to use, and I had to, like, Google. Man, it was... Um, like, it was code, and I could, like, understand what it meant, but I definitely had to look at something so that I could know what I was doing, and even then, I, like, failed the first two times. Um, third time is a charm, as they always say. So, third time, I kind of got it, kind of got what I was doing. A few people were able to change their colors, so, um, like, of their username. So that was nice. All the names are very, like, themed, um, to- they pertain to, like, a certain- fandom, I guess. There's a few, like, K-pop fandoms I put in there as a role. I put some Minecraft stuff for one of my friends, and I, uh, what else? I included Miraculous Ladybug, because one of my friends has Ladybug as her profile, and, uh, I think I added Ollie London, and he's at the very bottom, and that role doesn't get to do anything. <laughs> Um, I think that I would just make that a role to just give to, like, new people that I don't know. Is just automatically make them, um, Ollie London. I'll have to see how to do that. But I just thought it was a funny role. I made it, like, I guess poop color. Um, just cause, you know, hee hee, poop. Ha. Um, crappy. So I definitely chose that. Uh, so there's that role, but I don't think anyone has actually, um, selected it. Actually, I think someone has, but, um, there was that in the Discord server, and I think I'm going to wrap up this episode. Um, I have a personal, one of my friends has requested, um, for me to peer review these personal narratives we're writing. I think I'll tell you about my personal narrative in the next episode. It is a story about how I passed out from blood loss for the first time. Um, before you ask, I didn't, like, get stabbed or attacked and then lose blood, but, um, I did pass out for the very first time in my life in around, like, seventh grade from blood loss. So, that is the personal narrative I have to work on. Um, and I have to edit my friends, so I'm going to go do that. Um, it's currently 9.13, so it's not as late as before, but I'm going to go do that so that I also have time to play Genshin. Um, I think it'll go very quickly for me editing, just because I'm able to just pick out very basic things. Um, not that I'm not going to do my best in peer reviewing. I will want to, like, be a little bit nitpicky. Um, I do tend to do that when I read people's writing. Um, try to be, like, nitpicky just to really, like, help them. So I'll definitely do that. And I think they'll be doing that in class tomorrow, which I'll be missing out on. But hopefully I'll be able to help her with her personal narrative. And I'll tell you guys about my personal narrative in the next episode. I will conclude it here. Thank you for listening to Anyways Pew Pew. I'm your host, Pew Pew, and I hope to see you again. Bye-bye!